just a couple of delinquents from the 90s chopping it up with a group of old school friends. Far from politically correct, even further from innocent. You already know what it is. It's me, Zo. And me, Keith Stone. And this is The People in the Back. <laughs> Why are we struggling with this? All right. <laughs> Talking about mental illness or mental, the way that we like to put it is called mental wellness, right? Because we talk about it as an illness. It's like really just staring at the problem in the face instead of looking for solutions, right? And I can kind of give you an example here, Kazo. I have a really good friend of mine. His name is Nick. Nick has been shot, I think, a total of four times and probably had some of the most intense PTSD episodes I've ever seen somebody have. Right. Mm -hmm. And at this point, there's been about I think it's been about four to six months to when I first saw how bad these episodes were and how bad his own like where his subconscious was at, which was why all of these other bad things continually kept happening around him. So what I do know and what I've actually seen is that we can heal ourselves from these things. And when I say heal ourselves, it doesn't say that they're just going to go away, right? It means that we're no longer affected by them in our daily lives. We're no longer fixating on the energy that comes up from that PTSD episode, right? It's you're feeling it and then you're able to let it go. It's kind of like uh, it's how Buddha taught people when it comes to emotions, right? You feel it, you fully feel it but then you're finally able to let it go. And one of the best ways to do that or what I've learned in my own experience is through the breath. Um, this is why mindful breathing is probably one of the most important things in anyone's healing process. Cause it teaches you to be able to let go of the energy instead of holding on to that energy. If that makes sense. I mean, it makes sense. You know what that means, Keith? What's that? You got to tell her to breathe. You know exactly where that came from. The idea of having sex and not having feelings. If she can't actually acknowledge it and actually feel what she's feeling, then she's not going to be able to deal with that. She's got to know what she's getting herself into, acknowledge her feelings. And if it is just a connection, then it's just a connection. If it is more than that, you need to acknowledge that it's more than that. And where it goes is where it goes. I guess I have that. Yeah. <laughs> Just let it be. Hey, but, but Bones, why, why do you say no? Though? What's, your, what's your input other than no? Oh, well, just that it's, it's a 50-50 street. Like, yeah, the person, the one side, the let's say the female might be like, yeah, we're just fucking, we cool. But the dude, you know, after, after a couple, you know, booty calls, late night calls, he might be like, damn, you know, she's cool. Pussy fire. Let me try to, you know, let me, let's see what could happen. And then he doesn't want to say nothing because he knows it's just, just strictly just, just smacking. So I, I, I think that might fuck up a lot of people's heads because they might feel that you with know, everyone low key. You, you know, know what that nigga needs to do? He needs to breathe. Exactly. Feel his and, feelings, exactly. acknowledge it, it to, and then see where it is. Because if he says, dang, she real cool. I want to wipe this up. Guess what he got to do? I feel I feel what you're saying. The only reason I say because maybe maybe a, maybe a few years like many many years back I would have I would have felt the same way I guess. But 
I've, I've literally had a relationship where like that, like where I could, I could hook up with a friend and just be friends like that are hooking up. I have multiple friends like that. God damn. Shut your ass up. Well, <laughs> 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 for real, like, uh, uh, you know what I mean? With like that, that, that friend, like without dropping names, obviously like it, that's all it was. And it was cool. Like it, neither of us like made it anything more. See, and, and 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 like I said, it has to be communication. You gotta, y'all both gotta come in before I even fuck. Be like, hey, we're not taking it past this. I'm only gonna see you between three a.m. and six a.m. That's it. <laughs> right? <laughs> yes. Not, we're not doing yes. nothing no, more. Cool. Nothing else. We leave it here. No. If I call you yeah, at this time, I call you at this time. <laughs> yeah like for real no that's that like, like for the situation i was in that's literally how it was with that like we'd be able to call whatever whoever up and she'd be like hey this is what it is and like deal that's it it was that, it was it was that easy just like clear cut drive like nothing more we could hang out on the daily that's fine nothing changed in that like everything was fine like friendships just like normal but otherwise yeah you had that whatever see Okay, see, and and that's where that's where I would fuck up at because I can't see you outside with clothes on, bitch. I only see you, <laughs> but I, all I see is back shots. I don't want to see you with clothes on. What the fuck? I'm, I'm, I am, I'm, I'm not your friend no more. We, we're we're just fucking like <laughs> I'm putting you on the back burner. But see, I that's where you place. You place the limit at that point. And that's what I'm talking about with like the open relationship thing. It's like, where does that limit lie? Because even like, y'all know I had that open relationship with that one. Uh, I want to say, I don't want to drop names, but I had an open relationship with one chick that was older. And it was because we had opposite schedules. So I don't even know if y'all knew her, but we would go out and I would like talk to her, text her, anything like that. But I had freedom to do anything else, like when we went out, because we didn't see each other very often. We knew we weren't going to see each other very often, maybe like one day out of the week. So knowing that, like, yo, I only see you one day out of the week. If you go and do something else, you just got to talk to me. There was like the rules, like you got to use a condom. You can't do this. You can't do this. But if you mess around with somebody, as long as you tell me, it's all right, because the way the schedules worked. Okay, but but why would she, why would they have to tell you though? That was the thing of the well, open relationship. Like I, it wasn't just like a like a booty call type thing. It was like an actual relationship, but you had the freedom of going somewhere ah, else. Okay, okay, okay. That's where like that communication comes in because if you're looking at it, like if I looked at it like, oh, you're just a booty call, this, 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 then I don't need to tell you. But if the chick's looking at it like hey, you have the freedom to go out there, but I want the full honesty and disclosure of everything because we actually have a thing, then you have to be able to meet at that level. And seeing it eye to eye is what makes it work because you can go out there and explain that to like another chick. Like that was one thing that made, I'll say open relationships really difficult was because you can explain that to a chick that's out there trying to like just mess around and just have a fling. And they'll be like, oh, this, 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 whatever, whatever. And you're like, yeah, cool. Like, I have an open relationship with this girl, whatever. And that girl will be like, well, 
if I'm better than this open relationship, then he's going to wife me up type shit. And when that starts happening, it becomes an issue because in my mind, the one trying to come in like, oh, I'm going to wife you up out of this open relationship is the one that's wrong. No, and I I don't disagree with you at all, man. It's finding out what are the boundaries between the two people more than anything. Yeah. Now, if I'm just smacking cakes. (laughs) then uh, Do I I got to tell you if I'm smacking somebody else's cake? No. I mean, there was times right after high school. I think it was. uh, Did you hear about those ones? I literally was at like. I would spend the night because I was staying over at Jerry's house. Drive the car down the street from my house to the chick that lived down the street from my house. Then spend the night over there. Go again to a different chick that lived up the street. And apparently they all knew about each other, but I didn't have to say anything because they all knew what it was. Like there was no actual relationship there. So I didn't explain anything, but they all knew about each other. And I really didn't give a shit. No, I, no, I, I didn't hear about that. That's tight. <laughs> that's, that's, that's lit. Oh, it, it, it was kind of stressful because I remember I messed around with one. And I was sitting on the couch and she was trying to watch TV. And I really wasn't like in the, like when you talk about the boundaries, I wasn't like in the, I'm going to sit on the couch and cuddle with you type watch TV relationship thing. And she literally like started bringing it up. Like yeah. I knew, I know that you were messing mm-hmm. around with this person, this person. I'm like, yeah. Like it didn't stop her from messing around, but like she kind of just brought it up randomly. And I wasn't in like one of those. I'm gonna sit on the couch and talk to you about this type type situations. Yeah, because like that was that was your boundary. It was like you knew what this was, and you're gonna bring this up. I'm just not. You know, I, I don't want to have to deal yeah. with it. Because that was your boundary. Your boundary was, we're just smack. Or what? How did you put it? We're, I'm just smacking your cakes. <laughs> Man, <that's laughs> hey, big facts. Big facts. You don't have to. You don't have to put it in a. What is it? Slangology. I think I heard on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can say it in whatever way you want, David. That's why we accept you the way that you is. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. I'm off the clock now. <laughs> like, y'all can continue. I'm That's staying right. quiet. <laughs> Damn. But 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 back to the topic. Um, <laughs> like I said, I'm kind of fifty fifty on it. Yes, I think friends can fuck, but I also don't think friends can fuck because you know you might you might have one one bad night and uh, she might carry that the rest of her life. You know, she might tell another friend and then, you know, shit, everybody know you had a bad fuck night. That happened to everybody, though. Why you got to be perfect all the time? I had bad nights. You know why you got to be perfect? Because she, cause they chose you out of all the other friends, out of all the other people to, you know, hit up. And that was their damn choice. Because they because they thought you was going to yeah, keep it 100. Straight up. And then for some odd reason, you go 75, all hell breaks loose. Hey, there was one girl, like, I'm trying I'm trying to really not drop names, so somebody different. But you guys know I go I go to Arizona and there's people that I get along there's girls that I get along with that 
are in that boat of, hey, I'm in town. I can hang out with you. Now, this girl even came at me with it. Like you said, you got to keep it 100. And I was like, I don't know why. I f-. Like, I'm talking to her. I went to actual dinner with the girl. And it's just one-on-one. And I'm like, I don't know why I fall into these situations with certain chicks, why they act like this. She goes, you know what? Does she have a kid? You saw it on Facebook, huh? <laughs> you saw the, you pieced that together, huh? <laughs> Real quick, go ahead, continue. <laughs> well, go ahead. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> damn. I'm talking to her. She's hanging out, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't know why I fall into That's these situations cool. with girls, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, you know what? You can't go in there when you're just messing around with a chick. Like, if you're not in a relationship, you can't go in there 100. That's not what they're expecting. Because when you go in there 100, then eventually they're going to expect you to be in a relationship. You go in there given 60%. Like, she literally looked at me and was like, if any, if anything happens, you go in there given 60%. Because if you give 100, then I'm expecting to be in a relationship. Nah, that's damn. That's false. That's because I have to give a hundred every time, no matter who it is. Because I'm, you know, I gotta put on for the big niggas. So I gotta, I gotta definitely show out on these hoes. That's 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 internalized. Like I'm trying, I'm trying to find a way to counter this argument. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Well, no, like, look, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree with you either, Kazo. You know, sometimes you may just have an off night, or you might just want head. Like, there's a lot of different things that can happen. This is why we talk about the boundaries. Exactly. And you know what? Even with that, I still messed around with that girl when she said give 65 percent. I still talk to her to this day. I still have conversations. Blah blah blah. And then I still hit the moment of like a month after that, I went through one of the little phases because, you know, I talk about now and I'm open with mental, my mental state with shit where I didn't want to talk to nobody. I didn't want to be around. I didn't want to communicate. So I get the text message from her like, should I just figure this, this, this and blah, 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 because this is all that happened. And then once we messed around, you didn't want to talk no more and all this other stuff. And I'm like, yo, like, I'm still comfortable talking to you, but I don't want to talk every single day. Okay, here's how I'll explain it. There's a there's a show on Netflix called Masters of None, um, starring uh, Aziz Ansari, and he tackles issues just like that: uh, racial issues, uh, gender issues, things of that nature. And I remember the exact feeling I had of when, oh, this is how, this is how it was the most beautiful way to get me as an audience member to see something and experience something. There's a part where the main character is sitting with a few of his boys and his girlfriend. Another guy comes up that he knew and like dapped him up, introduced himself to his boys, but he didn't say nothing to his girlfriend. I did not notice that he didn't say anything to his girlfriend at first. And so they were walking down the street, him and his girl, and they were talking about how men and women have things way harder. Like think things are different for men and women. And the main character wasn't necessarily disagreeing with her. He just wasn't getting certain things. And she hit it when she said, okay, 
if you don't believe things are different between men or women, why do you think that he didn't, your friend didn't introduce himself to me or say anything to me, but he did to every, all the other guys at the table. And I, and that got me thinking, Oh shit. I didn't even notice. Hmm. Like, Oh, like in that moment, like I legit had to pause the show, go back and be like, yo, he didn't didn't. introduce himself to the woman. Now, I, I've, I've explained that to somebody before, and they've said, well, Mike, she literally said it in the show. That's not coming on too strong. And I was like, no, because they allowed the situation to marinate. They allowed the very thing to happen. She still tried to explain to this individual why men and women have it, you know, are treated differently and how, how bad it can be for women until she finally just had to say it. Because that's how normal communication happens in, with just regular people anyway. You try to explain yeah. something without going into a visual situation or a leading to a, a horrific example. But in that moment, as a man, I was like, I couldn't even fathom like, like what that's like. Someone coming up and introducing themselves to everybody else at the table, but not me, let alone like a, a fellow dude. You know, that so- happened um, at my birthday last week where one of the homies had his wife come over really and his wife addressed it like she was like saying that a lot of the people that were here don't understand how to speak to women and Mm. i kind of was like okay i can see where some of them come from because everyone they announced that was here like really doesn't speak to women like i can Mm. see why they don't know how but i started thinking about it a little bit because i know i'm very different than the other guys like one thing that i i don't ever say this so this is probably going to be something that's a shock for you guys i was taught by like my grandfather and everybody else that it is disrespectful to when you meet a woman to present your hand for a handshake Hmm. because what it's basically doing is you know, like in businesses, you shake hands and it's like that power move kind of thing. Like you grab their hand and it's like you're shaking your hand. You have to have a firm grip, all this other stuff. So, some of them do squeeze your hand like it's toothpaste and shit. <laughs> yeah. So I was taught not to present your hand to a woman unless she presents it first. Wow. I never knew that. Like I was never like put up on game with that. Yeah, me neither. So for me, like when I talk to people, I will always speak to people, like speak to girls, speak to women. But if you guys have never have ever watched it, and it probably will be something that's going to be stuck in my head forever. You will never see me present my hand to a woman. Did they go into why exactly? Like why it's details behind it. It was something with like the whole thing of like shaking hands, like that power struggle kind of thing. It was more like if you do that, you're trying to force her into shaking your hand. Like you're forcing her into a spot where she may not be comfortable. But if she offers her hand, then she is comfortable being on that equal basis as you, and you are not forcing her into a situation that she's uncomfortable in. Oh, but you know, okay. I've, I've never been put in a situation like that where she never put her hand back out towards me. You know what I mean? I know. I've always... like, it's very, it's very weird that like I looked at it that way because the reason why I bring it up was 
when we brought up the guys don't know how to talk to girls, there was me, my roommate was gay. So, or bisexual or whatever, I don't fucking care. But <laughs> we were the only three that could actually communicate with his wife effectively. Hmm. Stuck his hand out. And when he did that, the thing about it was it kind of shocked me to see it. Wow. Like it kind of took me off to see that happen. And I know that like, I probably made a face or like kind of like stuttered, you know, like you make that quick jumping movement. Right. But the only ones that could effectively communicate were us three. Now, does that mean that him presenting his hand was wrong? No. Does that mean by me not presenting my hand to do a handshake is wrong? No. But the thing Mm. is, if she presents her hand, I'm never going to say no. Right. Now, the other people can't even have like a normal conversation. Wow. Like, like they can't be like, oh, so uh, what what you guys up to today? Like nothing like that. Yeah. Like apparently if she didn't approach them, they almost like didn't acknowledge her existence. Shit, that's crazy. And that's something that, like, me not presenting my hand doesn't mean, like, I'm not acknowledging your existence. Like, I would still talk to her throughout the whole time. I was, like, perfectly fine with her being there. She's, like, a good friend anyway. But I think about it, like, I've never presented my hand out to give her a handshake. Do Do you personally think with where we're at today with what, like, the example I just gave you from that show, do you think that that could be perceived as you're not putting her on equal footing when your intention is to not put her in an, in an uncomfortable situation? Yes, 100%. But the mm. things, like, that's really weird with that is it's not like I'm putting her on equal footing. Like, mm. not like I'm not putting her on equal footing. Right. To us, it's almost like I have more respect that I'm not even going to challenge shaking your hand unless you're willing to shake mine. That makes sense. Like she's actually, as a woman, because I'm not going to put my hand out, I'm not even putting myself on. It's not you're not equal footing with me. It's that I have more respect to that woman to not challenge that power level that I would challenge with another guy shaking their hand. I see. Damn, that's crazy. I've never, that's, that's interesting. I've never been uh, taught that before, but that's, that is actually a really interesting way to, yeah, uh, it, to, it to look sense. at it for sure. Yeah. Well, at least I know I'll keep my hands in my pockets now. <laughs> well, don't put your hand in the pocket, but it's I'll like very, no. very, it's, at least for me, it's been very, very weird. And I know like Mike, you brought it up before about like how private I am about my life. Yeah. If you guys see how, like, Bones, you've been around, like, when many girls come up and talk to me. The first time when a girl ever walks up to me, do you see me make any, like, physical gestures towards them whatsoever? Absolutely zero. And it's just literally been how I'm taught. Like, there's so many people who, like you said, they come on strong. Like, they make those movements. They try to grab the girl. They touch her hand. They do all this other stuff. But it's been, like taught to me that making that physical gesture or movement towards them is wrong and they are going to do that first so if they reach out for your hand 
and you hold their hand or you shake their hand. If they reach out for the hug, then you give them a hug. But it puts, for me, like, it's weird because it's looked at, it could be looked at like they're not equal, but it's basically like they're held higher than the average man that, you know, I'll walk over there and be like, you're going to shake my fucking hand. (laughs) Yeah, and you know, I think it's, it's interesting because I feel like with where we're at nowadays with um, the idea of, you know, equality and, you know, like where, where's the line drawn, you know, that, that's kind of my problem, not, not problem. I shouldn't say that, but where I struggle with the idea of equality is where is the line drawn in terms of, I will, you know, like, like you said, cause you walk up on a couple, my gold standard when I see a couple is like, say, say it's like, okay, our Sylvia, for example, like if I see Sylvia out or, you know, we, we hang out with Sylvia somewhere, I'm going to say, hey, what's up, Sylvia? How you doing? Good to see you, whatever, you know. But I'm, I myself will go out of my way almost to make sure that I introduce myself to whatever dude she's with at that time or um, just to kind of put him at ease to be like, hey, That's man. That's how I know I'm going to knock you out if you ever get mad at me. What do you mean? <laughs> because Sylvia will introduce you to the guys that she talks to or the guy that she's with. She will not bring them around me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that moved up. I gotta I'm gonna have to talk to Sylvia about that later. But <laughs> have you um have you oh, yeah. no. Yeah. I haven't. Oh, yeah, so see what I mean is it took this long. She's now talking about us. She was like, you need to make a trip out here so you can meet him. And I was just like, what? And it made me realize that she keeps them away from me until she knows that I'm not going to fuck them up. <laughs> yeah. This is true. Oh, man. Pretty but fun. yeah, like I was, I say all that to say, it's just kind of like on the one hand, like I want to make sure that I go out of my way to be like, Hey man, Dude, I don't know. Let me put your mind at ease. That ain't no slick stuff going on here. So let me get to know you. You can get to know me so that you feel comfortable with me because Lord knows we don't need none of that drama popping off. Okay, yeah, I feel you on that. I will go to that. I will go there. That's what my mindset is when it comes to to that. Now, here's where it's different. And this is where I wonder, like, am I wrong for thinking this way? If it's like one of y'all and I see you out with, with your girl, I'll say what's up to you and I'll be like, hey, what's going on, fellas? But I will wait for you to, to introduce, introduce yeah. your girl to me because yes. I feel like I feel like that's stepping over a boundary by being like, oh, hey, what's up, fellas? Hey, how you doing, ma'am? What's your name? It's like, no, no, no. <laughs> well, you know. see, this is, where, this is where when we say the equality in the situation of where I've been raised and like my thought process of it versus where you guys go. If you guys bring your girl over, like Bones, I, you've brought girls that I've known that you've talked to or anything, <laughs> and yeah. I've introduced myself to them. True. But again, like you said, I've never placed my hand forward. I've never reached out for a hug. I never made any movements towards them. I've just been like, oh, hey, what's up, man? What's up, man? Oh, hey, my name's Kaz. My name's Kaza. Whatever. Call me Zoe. Blah, 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 blah. And I've gone on my way. They know yeah. who I am, but I've never pressed a situation for them to engage. 
So it sounds like oh, that makes sense. is that the the shorter and sweeter you make it, the easier it is. Because the more the more effort you put in, the more it looks like you know you're trying to you know play a little dirty, trying to get in where you fit in type shit. Right, right. I mean, I do see what you're coming from, but like that's not even like the intention. It's just like, of course, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're exactly, you're but... you're my homie's girl. I'm just saying, hey, what's up? This is my homie. I'm gonna say hi to you. This is my name. Blah 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 blah. But like, I'm not engaging anything with them. I'm basically do the introduction and then almost like saying, move on. But what I'm saying though is, is that the reason why you do that? No, it's almost the same exact thing of why I don't stick out my hand or the same reason why I don't make movements in the first place. It's like I will engage that conversation because it's almost like their health. When it comes to equality, it's like a weird thing for me because I don't look at, I understand that women have been mistreated for a long time, mm-hmm. but the way I've looked at it, I see the average woman when I look at them, I see more potential than the average male that I look at. And it's based on like, just whether they're willing to do what it takes. There's a lot of guys I don't think have the ability to do what it takes. And part of like the whole thing with like this talent versus fame and part of like my anger, I guess you can say towards it is there's a lot of women that I look at that have the potential to do so much more than what they're doing that are comfortable just being cute, just being attractive. Mm. And it bothers me because, you know, there's some guys out there and you look at a guy like they had those models back in the nineties and they were just stupid guy models. Like, Oh, you look at the dude, this dude is ripped, but does he have anything going for him besides that? He is ripped. Now there's girls out there that are beautiful. And on top of being beautiful, they are smart. They have a good job. They have all these other things. But then, uh, Mike, you got the the post that I sent you where the girl was going to be a fucking doctor and then said she makes more doing OnlyFans. And when they were going to ban porn, she was like flipping out. She was going to school to be a doctor. Damn. Was beautiful. Smart. And chose to take the route of just getting paid to show off her body instead of being a fucking doctor. And, you know, this is where and I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly with like your stance on it and like where you're coming from. But you see where the issue comes in. And I'm sure you probably have been hit with this. The issue comes in to where it's like. Well, it shouldn't be up to you to decide what she does with her life. If she's happy doing that, that's all that should matter. You don't get to determine her value and what she deems valuable in her life. And that to me, because what you're doing, it would be more of a disservice to be like, to not see somebody's potential in them, I think. And I, I told my girl one time, like, you know, I'm not too worried about being politically correct on this. Um, I I do put value on a woman's body. And this is what I mean, because that's like the biggest no-no right now. It's like we as men are not in a place and are not allowed to put value on a woman's body because that would be horrible and gross. And to some extent, I agree. But for me, it all goes back to the conversation we were having of talent versus fame about exclusivity. I want to know that this girl I'm messing with, I want to know that 
her uh, assets, quote unquote. I want to know that a dollar amount, you know, if the comma is placed in the right point, that somebody else can pretty much have what I'm getting to an extent. Because otherwise, it's like, what's what really is the point? For, and this is just for me. You know, anybody that hears this, this is not for all men. This is just for me personally. I'm kind of just like, I see your body as something valuable. I see it as something that we, you have what we want. So we have to work for it. And we have to, you know, we really want to, especially if we really like you, if we really want to put in the effort and take you on the dates and get to know you and just randomly ask you, how is your day in the middle of the day? Like, all these things that we genuinely want to do because you are valuable to us just for you to turn around and say, I place value on myself. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have nudes to go send. Like (laughs) now (laughs) let me, let me have bones back me up on this. And this is going to sound bad. And I know that people are going to have like some type of hatred words towards what I'm going to say but there was a long time where I did have like a stripper binge. Now it wasn't like, Oh, you know, the strippers, they're like, this is their body. This is this. One of the things that amazed me was I want to say ability. It was like the actual fitness or finesse to do the things that they did. Mm Mm-hmm was more attractive than just a girl who went up there and was like, I'm just going to shake my ass. Like if a girl could go up there and actually pull pole tricks and everything else, that was more attractive than just someone shaking their ass. Now, Bones will back me up that I went on a stripper binge. I kind of talked, dated, and been with the few. Hey, look, I'm I'm on one now, but go ahead, continue. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't like people will come up and they always pull like the whole thing with me saying like, well, that's not your, that's not like my spot to say what they're doing with their life. It's not. And I can't say what they want to do with their body. But when I say like seeing them actually do things that I know I could not do, not just like, oh, I could go be a stripper and just be a male stripper and shake my dick at somebody. No, actually putting in the time and the effort, like even with this, it's like the talent to be able to pull those moves takes actual effort. And that is something that actually is interesting. So it wasn't like, oh, this is a stripper. I'm dating a stripper. No, she's actually someone who put time into a task, regardless of what it was that actually was attractive. You were were into it for the art of it, not as the aspect of her showing her body. Yes. Now, I'll tell people, because they'll go, you know, if I say, I don't understand why people are doing all this stuff with, like, OnlyFans or anything like that, and I feel like that's all wrong, and someone would be like, well, you're just hating sex workers. I'm like, there's no way that I'm hating sex workers. I've supported a lot. I've dated a lot. And I have a lot of friends that are in there. (laughs) So, you know how many two for twenties I paid for to sex workers. <laughs> so even with that, it's like people will come at me all sideways, and they'll be like, "Well, you know, you saying like you dated ones, just like me saying I have a black friend." And I'm like, "No, because just like I said, it was like the art of what they're doing is actually what I'm interested in." And then now what I'm seeing is people just saying, "I have a nice body. I'm gonna go freaking shake my tits at a camera." That's not interesting. 
that's not pulling anything to me. Like, if you're really going to go be a stripper, go be a stripper. If you're really going to go be a nude model, go be a nude model. You can make more than me putting all your effort into being a pure nude model. And I'm going to be okay with that. And if you're a good person, shoot, I'm not going to stop her from ever taking that job. I'm not going to personally care if she's a nude model. But the thing is, if you're just going to take a phone, walk over and shake your tits at a phone and be like, yeah, I made 50 bucks off of one guy because I shook my tits at the phone. I see nothing out of that. I don't and see you doing any anything with it. I don't see a potential out of that. And, and you know, to kind of piggyback off of that, because like you said, you you said the word potential. And I know for me, I personally don't hate sex workers at all. I will say that if that's your only means of income, my question is like, is 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 that all that you have to offer is just physical assets and physical traits you know because i know that there has to be more i'm a genuine believer in that and it's crazy because you know when i try to have those conversations about like hey i'm saying you are valuable you have more value than just what's attached to your body you know things like that i'm seen as trying to be controlling and this that and the other and people have asked me well michael you want to be an actor is that not the same thing you're using your body and i was like look there is a big difference huge difference between acting as it say if i if if i had to be a stripper of sorts or i had to do something where i'm naked all the time there is a difference because there is a story that is attached to why i'm doing this you know, uh, some some people might just go because they want to see Michael North naked, which, hey, I'm all for. But <laughs> you're, yeah, you're, you're not getting no money from us on that movie. Facts. I'm well, then y'all, well, then y'all ain't trying to see me succeed then. Fucking crabs in a barrel <laughs> head asses. <laughs> God damn it. He got us. He got us. Now he says women in leadership roles. Now, this goes back to what I had with you, the conversation with uh, you and Michael, and I brought it up with Keith and David earlier about like how I was raised, that the way that I look at stuff and it really messes with me today is because the average woman is more important and like for us, more important, more respected in my world than the average male. So when I look at a woman in leadership, like I see so much power in that and so much skill because I see the average woman able to do more than the average male can. Well, yeah, because they also have to work harder. Not to even, get to that not even well, with that. Typically. Like that's the, uh, that's the basis of like society, society looking at it. Like this is just me looking at it from how I was True. raised because I even brought this up with bones and Michael. And I know I told you guys like a little while ago, but we were even bringing up like the open relationships, everything else, and how you actually talk to females. But Bones knows, and everyone else that's gone out with me knows, when I sit there and go out to like a club or anything, there is like ingrained in how I was raised that I will not be the one to approach a female. I will have a full conversation with her. I will engage 100%, but I will not be the person to start that. That's the same thing with me saying I cannot put my hand out to shake a female. She has to put her hand out first. Because to me, I'm disrespecting her by telling her that she has to shake my hand. It is an honor for me to basically shake her hand. 
Um, no, and it's it's a really interesting way to be raised, my friend. But 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 yeah, he he told us that he told us that last week or was it a few weeks ago? It was before I got COVID. Like yeah, and I was all like, yeah, that's that's the first time I've heard I've thought of it like that. I've I've never thought of it as as a disrespectful way of you know putting my hand out and just saying what's up. But it makes sense. Like it 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 was really weird for me to acknowledge it, like thinking no, no, back no. on it, because that was just how I was taught. But it's almost yeah. where. If I look at another man, I can put my hand out and be like, you're my equal. And I'm not saying that by not putting a hand out to a female, but it's almost like I'm, for me, I'm not acknowledging I'm her equal. Not that she's not equal to me, but it's like, I'm not equal to her to request that. To not even, not not so much request it, but to expect that. Ooh, yeah. That's a good way of saying that. Like, uh, I feel like it's easy for us to expect that uh, if we put our hand out, another male is going to fucking shake our hands. But like, I can't, I can't expect the same of a, uh, of a female. I've always, I've always acknowledged it. I actually believe females are the superior being. I agree 100%. And honestly, I had a deep conversation with one of my homies and he kind of was in one where like, he was raised more like the woman at home. Like the women are at home, the women take care of the house, things like that. And when I brought it up, I was like, I think our society's dying because the woman wants to be like a man and do what the man does as like equals. But men in my eyes are, we're naturally vicious, barbaric, more violent. Like I look at a woman as something that's better than that. So if a woman wants to be a man or like, the role of a man, I almost feel like she's downgrading herself from what her potential truly is. Because I see if a society is run only by men, all we're going to do is wage war, kill each other, and fight for power. So where we have been for the past... Think about historically speaking. Any historically speaking Mm -hmm. like societies, like let's go back to like Greece and Sparta and all those other countries, like all those other societies when a woman had a good role like a supportive good role model and they were respected those societies prospered better than the other societies societies ran only purely by men and men ego or men mindset were barbaric wanting to run around take over everything we were just barbarians at that time the ones that said hey this woman is important this woman has a role prospered even sparta like those women took care of everything back home and they fought just as well as the men but the men were expendable to go out and wage war those women were not expendable even though they were trained the same way as the men and educated the same way as the men but they were looked at as being more important than the average man no and i i i agree you know um especially like so with one of the people or one of the partners that we have for uh, my company is a company called Mission Name, right? And Mission Name's all about, uh, you know, uh, women's empowerment. Uh, and it kind of comes from a country in, or the country India where rape is still basically legal there, right? 
And the woman who, who I'm talking about here, her name is Simi Ranaji. Ran- I, don't, I don't know if I'm saying it correctly, but she, uh, <clears throat> you know, she, she basically plans to, you know, break that stigma and to empower women all around the world um, through, you know, her different foundations and the different works that they do. And it's a beautiful thing because in spirituality, they teach that the woman's role or the man's role is to make a woman feel comfortable enough for them to be, be able to create. They are the source of creation. They are the ones who have the children, right? So it's up to us as men to make them feel comfortable. That's the thing. And, and a lot of people nowadays, they see it more along the lines of like a conquest. Shit, I know I did for a long time. But see... I'll even bring it to a biblical sense on my argument with there. Like they'll say man was created. Then woman was created from the rib of a man. And a lot of people bring that up. Like that means that they're supposed to be under your arm. Like you protect them. But if you look at it deeper than that, like man couldn't do it alone. So God created woman because men couldn't do it. Like man could not do everything by himself. And looking at this, like, I know this is something that's more of a, I don't want to say it, like, again, a racially charged kind of situation where you have black families that don't have a man or have a dad or male figure. I've seen many women, like successful women, strong women, have a weak man and still prosper with their life. But I have never seen a strong man pick up a weak woman and prosper his life. Like, if a strong man grabs a weak woman, his life falls apart. She, If she does not have his back, he shows every bit of weakness that he has. A woman with a, strong, oh, with a weak man still can't, like, I've seen strong women with weak men still do amazing, great things with a bum on the couch. I have not seen a man go out there and do great things with a bum woman on the couch. Like that woman is, even with as far as a man can go, if that woman does not have the strength equal to him, he will only go as far as she can go. He will only, no matter how great he possibly could be, he will only be as great as she is. But a woman will bypass that man. Like if she has a bum man, she will bypass him and do what she needs to do. We can't make a woman great, but a woman can help make us great. Yeah, isn't there an old saying that with every successful man, there's always a woman behind him? Yes. Behind every great man is an even better woman. Real dude, and that's what I'm saying is like that's how I feel. Like I, I you, you or I can't make insert any female into the picture. Like we can't make her any better of a human or person or whatever she is than she is but she can take and mold us into a better man any day of the week. As long as we're, as we're receptive to it. I would agree to that to a, de- a degree. Um, I would say we all have the opportunity to teach each other things. Um, just kind of like, I'll kind of give you an example. So um, working as a healer, right? I can teach people the tools to, teach them how to heal themselves. And it doesn't matter either man or woman. 
Right. You can teach them and give them the tools. Yep, but I can't do it for them. Bones, I'm tasking you with reading because I can't. Hold on. All I want to know is where are these women at? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking phenomenal, all right? I don't know what hey, you're talking you about. You one of the few. <laughs> but I do live in L.A., Brian. Take care of him. Fuck that. But no, he, he definitely, he makes a point, though, especially with, with, with L.A. Like, there's a lot of women out there who literally just want a man to take care of them in every single aspect. And most of the time, those women are nightmares. It's sugar daddy culture. We have that out here in Washington. Everyone, every girl's looking for a sugar daddy. They're out here. And the thing is, society makes it seem like it's so acceptable to be like, oh, I'm going to be home and I'm going to have this guy take care of me. But reality of like a sugar daddy culture is like, yo, do you really want to live the life of that one chick in 50, uh, 50 Shades of Grey? Like, is that really what you're expecting out of this? That's well, not what I'm talking about this. We talked about this too long back. Like that's 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 kind of like a a, a male's um, instinct is to ideally uh, provide and take care of the, uh, of a female. That doesn't mean we expect a female to be below us or expect that they're going to make sure that we take care of them or whatever. Like you know, th- that's not what we're saying. But that's in our natural that that's our natural instinct. But there's a difference between like letting that happen and expecting it. If I if I choose to take care of. Uh, I, I see I see uh I see this this young lady over here you know listening in if I if I was to take like say hey I want to take care of her I want to you know do everything I can for her that's fine but she shouldn't expect that of me. We move on to like this new generation where we're not so stuck in oh this religion tells us to do this or because I'm a man I have to do this like I was raised by both of my grandparents and they both have their places and they think that women and men in life both need to have their shared spaces you know what I mean even my grandpa to this day he will be like oh you know women shouldn't be doing this and women shouldn't be doing that and then women when they finally got to the military it was a shock to him because that wasn't what was normal to him but he went through the progression of seeing women become officers and sergeants and then he had to basically change his mindset and there's a lot of people out there that are not open to changing their mindset so when we talk about all of this we need to be you know, like we just need to see how open people really are. And if you're not, well, that's the problem. Well, so, and I touched on that real quick because uh, we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago. I'm, I'm one of those people. I, I don't believe that women should be doing everything because they're not equal to men. They're, they're, they're superior in many ways. And uh, obviously men have an upper hand in some ways. And like, like with that, like my dad's in the army or was in the army. When we talked about that for a long time, like women, you know, uh, going in and, and being put in to like infantry positions or being able to possibly become special forces and shit like that. Like, hell no, I don't think they should. Like that's, that's, that's one of those areas where I feel like men, that's a man's place to, you know, be involved in that. Nothing against women, but that's, that's, We're, that's more of a place for women and, or men in my opinion than a woman. And, but again, with that said, I'm also, Acknowledging that women are superior in most every way, but there are areas that men 
should be doing what, uh, you know, what men should be doing and women doing theirs. And then, uh, then there's obviously those shared grounds where women can do anything that man can do. No, on what grounds, Keith, would you say? Oh, my bad, cause I was just asking Keith, like, on what grounds would you say, like, the, I know for me, when it comes to the idea, not to stay too, too long on one topic, when it comes to the idea of women in the military, I mean, I, for me, I, I'm a, just a firm believer in if that is a choice that she wants to make as, a, as an American citizen, you know, for our military, she should be able to do that. If I give any pushback on it, it's the idea that, you know, women are, you know, these are the these are the ones who carry our children. You know, these are the ones that are responsible for giving birth to, mm. you know, to children, you know, and, and again, it, it may not sound like a very, you know, like a big reason, but that would be my only pushback is to say like, you know, if I was married and, you know, my wife or hell, even my girlfriend right now, like if we were talking about only one of us can go into the military and be like, I'd rather it be me. Because, well, no, I don't have a problem with women in the military. I think it, my thing was like when you're talking like infantry, like being okay. on the front line, going in special force stuff like that. Like that's where I see it. Is because like, I mean, there's a few different reasons. Like a, like when you're talking about the situations that could be out there, when like they talk about like a uh, uh, feminine, uh, female hygiene and shit like that. That's that is a thing that has to be a concern for anybody involved. Mm. Um, another thing is like uh, that a lot of people don't want to bring up is like. I feel like uh, uh, more people could be uh, put themselves in uh, more of a risky situation just because men, whether we want to admit it or not, and it, whether people want to pretend they wouldn't or not, you're gonna you're gonna be more likely to put your neck on the line and do more stupid shit to protect a female just because that's. I think most men naturally feel like they they have to be that protector, even more so than like uh, brothers in arms. You know what I mean? Hmm. Mm, so you're talking about like just the innate feeling of having to protect a woman and them being there. Not exactly. I mean, it's been something that's been brought up before where a natural feeling of what most men feel is, or it's been, I want to say stated in our minds as like Americans and everything is that we're supposed to be a protect protector. We're supposed to be the ones that actually make sure that everything's going on. And that task or that mindset is something that's just like bred or fed to us from like a young age as men, where you have to make sure that everything's good. You have to make sure that the women are protected. You have to make sure of all this other stuff. So in the back of our head, part of what I know Keith's not going to say, but it's been kind of hinted at, is a lot of us look as when we say that we see females or women as more important we see men as more expendable. So if it's like as an infantry, you're going to send more men onto the infantry line because they're expendable in the spot that a woman or a woman is not expendable. I see. I, I, I get that. I, I guess I could, I can see that. I can't say that I could agree, but I can see where that come from, where that comes from. Um, well, then another area that nobody will ever, uh, you know, openly allowed too is like when you talk about like a, a position like that, even in the infantry, like that man that kicks in the door, that's the most, uh, that's the most dangerous job you can have in the military. Cause that guy is almost expected to catch a bullet. The moment that door gets kicked in, you're never going to see a woman do that. Ain't no way in hell. A, I believe that a woman's going to be like, yep, I'll be that person. And B, even if they did, ain't no way in hell. Any guys are going to say like, yep, that's going to be the person we want to catch that bullet. Like, 
a typically women are smaller, so oh, sorry, they're not catching that ball, protecting that whole doorway from anybody else being able to get hit. And B, it, just like that natural, like like you're saying, yeah, men, we are more like we do see ourselves as more expendable than expendable than female. Like, and there's no way you're gonna ever be able to convince me that any guys are gonna say, yeah, we're we're okay with this woman be, having that position. They'll never be able to be equal. We know, that, man. You know, reasons and in, in those types of positions, but there are men that will say that they're not great. In our opinion, they would not be great men. That's the thing. Is someone that would put, let's say, if something happens, Chanel, and you've known us growing up. If I had to go through a door and I could think that you were going to go in harm, I wouldn't say, "Oh, you go first. Like that's just a reaction that just seems wrong from everything that we've been taught. No, I, I get it. And from what you're saying right now, it's from everything that you've been taught, but in real life, in real life, in, in yeah. real life, in the military, they actually do put whoever is capable of, or whoever is willing to go first. And it doesn't matter anymore about sex. Like, I mean, right. as far as how your infantry partners or brothers feel about you at the time, I could see where they'd be like, um, no, I'm not going to let my little sis go in through here. I'm bigger. I'm going to catch the bullet for her. I totally get that. But in real life, it, that's your job. when all, you know, when it's just, when it comes to real life and what's really going on, I, I've, I've heard stories. I've heard of my friends who are females, who are in infantry or were kick indoors and be badass and take one, a bullet and survive and say, Hey, you know, my Sergeant was scared and he didn't want to do it. So I took control and, and, and they had to do it because in, in the fact of when it comes to that brotherhood, we're also your sister. So there's a sisterhood that we feel we need to protect our brother as well. We need to protect our sister who is around us as well. It doesn't come down to, hey, I'm going to make my big brother or my little brother go first because they're a man. It's just the nurturing feeling that we have and why we are so nurturing because we do give birth. That's that's just something, a bone that we have in our body that we're going to go and just be a protector as well. Even if, you know, even if we know we're putting our lives at the line, we have that innate protection in us as well it's built into us as well and then I've, I've also heard stories where we fuck up too like my friend he was in the army and he still fucked up from it um he happened to be kicking indoors and he got shot and then one of his friends who was a female had the grenade in her hand and she didn't throw it in time and blew her whole self up and he had to live with that because that's the last thing he's seen and it and it fucked him up and all he said was it was a girl it was it was just weird because i didn't expect a a female in my eyes to be blown to pieces in front of me and i knew her and i said so if it was your friend who was a dude like you know what he's like i don't know i mean i would have been like hey man sacrifice you know but when it was a girl it just hit me harder and i i understood what he was saying but it was also like well well she was there to do the same exact job as if another person you know everyone's still here i appreciate you guys coming out listening to our fuck shit 
you know, we we will be here hopefully next week. And if not, the week after that. 